Cats the Musical. Well, we are now into the second hour of Behind the Stage Door here with me, Drew Baker. On this Sunday, the 1st of August, it is just gone at 6 o'clock. And still to come, in uh, in a few songs' time, I'll be joined by David from the Grassington Players, even, to talk about Calendar Girls, the musical. But before then, uh, let's have a song from a musical that uh, I think we've only ever featured once in all the months of doing this show. It's uh, from a musical called Head Over Heels, and uh, that's a jukebox musical comedy with music and lyrics from the catalogue of The Go-Go's. And uh, Jeff Whitty conceived the show and wrote the original book, which was then adapted after Whitty left the show due to conflict with the incoming director, Michael May. You see, there's always drama. You you know, sometimes you think when you're doing amateur theatre that there's always a little bit of drama. But no, it happens in pro theatre too. You can lose a writer, you can lose a director, you can lose... I've got some stories that I could tell you. One day, when it's just me and you, I'll tell you some of those stories. I promise you. And uh, the plot of the Broadway version of the show is somewhat based on The Countess of Pembroke's Arcadia, written by Sophia. Philip Sidney in the 16th century. Uh, It opened at uh, the Oregon Shakespeare Festival in June 2015. It went on to open on Broadway in 2018 and its final performance was in January 2019. Let's have a song from Head Over Heels. This is We Got The Beat. Norm. Our nation. 
strong by brilliant design. Arcadians swear our beat is divine. We got the beat from Head Over Heels, and that was the original cast recording. Now, let's head back to some Rogers and Hammerstein. We haven't had much R&H recently over the past couple of weeks. At least I don't remember, because I listen to it all the time. And uh, we're going to head uh, to the great South Pacific. Um, I did South... And I don't know whether I've told you this story, but I'm going to tell you again anyway. I did South Pacific once, and actually I wasn't meant to do the show. But um, this was back in my amateur theatre days, and I had taken the show off. I decided to have a rest. And... Um, I think I'd just done half a sixpence. I'd just done kips in half a sixpence. And I decided to take uh, South Pacific off. And um, unfortunately, on the opening night, the Lieutenant Cable fell ill. And I had a phone call about an hour before the show to uh, to rush up. And could I go with script in hand, read and sing Lieutenant Cable through the show? And I did, and had an absolute ball. So I ended up doing the show and not having a show off. And uh, South Pacific, of course, is currently playing at the Festival Theatre in Chichester. And it's playing through until the 5th of September. Here is This Nearly Was Mine from South Pacific. Still dreaming of 
my fancies of things I wish were true. I'll keep remembering evenings I wish I'd spent with you. I'll keep remembering kisses from lips I'll never hold. And all the lovely adventures that have never nearly was mine from south pacific and that was from the new broadway cast recording again some of that music is just so rich isn't it i mean rogers and hammerstein just knew how to write a good melody well we're gonna jump to something completely different now because uh, the rocky horror picture show have announced their london dates and uh, they will be at the peacock theater from the 20th to the 30th of october this year before their uk tour but we can catch the uk tour here in cardiff from the 7th to the 12th of february next year 2022 at the new theater not the Wells Millennium Centre, the new theatre. So shall we have some uh, some Rocky Horror Picture Show? Why not? I know we've got lots of fans. We've had requests for it before. This is Damn It, Janet. Hey, Janet. Yes, Brad? I've got something to say. Uh-huh. I really love the skillful way you beat the other girls to the bride's bouquet. The river was deep, but I swam it. Janet. The future is ours, so let's plan it. Janet. So please, don't tell me to can it. Janet. I've one thing to say, and that's damn it. Janet, I love you. The 
road was long, but I ran it. If there's a fire in my heart and you fan it, if there's one fool for you, then I am it. I've one thing to say, and that's damn it, Janet, I love you. Here's the ring to prove that I'm no joker. There's three ways that love can grow. That's good, bad, or mediocre. Ooh, Damn it, Janet, from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. And as I said, you can catch that out on UK tour uh, this year and into next year and in Cardiff in February 2022. And uh, I've just been messaging the lovely H who said that that her and Holly Sue still have their costumes. So, uh, yes, if you go and see the show, you do need to dress up. Let's all go together. Let's have a, a Pembrokeshire weekend out in February. Head to Cardiff to watch the Rocky Horror Picture show why not we'd have a ball right now some people who are going to have some fun over the next two weeks are the young summer youth project members of vision arts who start rehearsals tomorrow for matilda jr yes they are with us for two weeks solid to rehearse their show and i can't wait to start rehearsals with them bright and early tomorrow morning um i'll be directing that show and and uh, we've got lots i think 50 young people coming to to take part in Matilda Jr. tomorrow and uh, I can't wait just can't wait to start rehearsals so with that we're going to uh, we're going to wish them all the very best for their rehearsal process and uh, let's have a little bit of smell of rebellion from Matilda the musical <laughs> This school of late has started reeking quiet maggots when I'm speaking. Reeking with a most disturbing scent. Only the finest nostrils smell it, but I know it oh too well. It is the odour of rebellion. It's the bouquet of dissent. And you may bet your 
bitches, this headmistress finds this foul odicarousness wholly olfactorily insulting. And so to stop the stenches fed, I find a session of phys ed. Sorts the merely rank from the revolting. The smell of rebellion comes out in the sweat And Fizzed will get you sweating And it won't be long before I smell the pong Of aiding and abetting A bit of Fizzed will tell us who has a head full of rebellious thoughts Hold, hold, just like a rotten egg Floats to the top of a bucket of water smell of rebellion, the stench of revolt, the reek of insubordination. The thief of resistance, the prong of dissent, the funk of mutiny in action. Before a reed becomes too big and greedy, you really need to nip it in the bud. Position two. Before the worm starts to turn, you must scrape off the dirt and rip it from the mud. The whiff of insurgents, the stench of intent, the reek of prepubescent protest, the pong of defiance, the odour of coup, the waft of anarchy in progress. Once we've exercised these demons, they shall be too pooped for scheming. Some double-time discipline should stop the rot from setting in. All right, let's step it up. Double-time. One, two, three, four. Discipline, discipline for children who aren't listening, for midgets who are fidgeting or whispering in history. They're chattering and chittering, they're nattering and twittering is tempered with a smattering of discipline. We must begin insisting on rigidity and discipline, persistently desisting this anarchistic mischieving. These minutes you are frittering, on pandering and pitying. While little ends like this, they just want discipline. The simpering and whimpering, the dribbling, the spiddling. This I need a tissue, it's an issue we can fix. There is no mystery to mastering the art of class from mistressing. It's discipline, discipline. The smell of rebellion, the stench of revolt, the reek of prepubescent plotting, the whip of resistance, the pong of dissent, the funk of moral fiber rotting. Imagine a world with no children. Close your eyes and just... Dream. Imagine, come on, try it. The peace and the quiet, a burbling stream. <laughs> now imagine a woods with a cottage, and inside that cottage we find a dwarf called Zeke, a carnival freak who can fold paper hats with his mind, and he says, Don't let them steal your horses. Let them throw them away No, no, no If you find your way through They'll be waiting for you Singing She's mad And there, just like I said The stinky maggot rears his head even the squittiest, piteous mess can harbour seeds of stinkiness. Have you ever seen anything more impellent? Have you ever smelled anything worse than that smell of rebellion? 
the smell of rebellion from Matilda the musical and of course good luck to all of those juniors who are starting Matilda Junior rehearsals bright and early tomorrow morning for their summer youth project here in Pembrokeshire with Vision Arts. Now I am absolutely delighted to welcome uh, for our amateur theatre company of the week this week it's David from the Grassington Players. David a very good afternoon. A good afternoon to you all. How are you doing on this fine... This, I can't believe it's the 1st of August already. I've been saying it all show, but it's just flying by, right? It's frightening. The days are getting shorter, but apart from that, we're all being positive. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so, um, so, David, before we, uh, before we sort of dive in, tell us all about the Grassington players, history and everything. OK, well... Um, for those of you lucky enough to have been up to the Yorkshire Dales, Grassington is one of those picture postcard towns. I say towns, it's not much more than a larger village in population, uh, but it is a picture postcard village in the Yorkshire Dales, made famous once again more recently as being the setting for the current Old Creatures Great and Small programme. Oh, really? Oh. So, yeah, they've been, they dress up the town every few months when they do the filming in 1940s style, which doesn't take a lot of changing to the signage, to be <laughs> honest. Um, and, and there you have Grassington in the 1940s. So uh, it's a lovely, as I say, right in the heart of the Yorkshire Dales, idyllic place. Um, and it has a drama group and has had a drama group, the Grassington Players, since we were founded 98 and a half years ago. Oh, wow. So as you okay. can imagine, the next thing is um, coming up within uh, the next couple of years is planning our centenary. Gosh, yes, I can imagine. I hope that I hope that'll be uh, that'll be a big one. Yeah, big yeah. One. But and 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 like many drama groups, uh, we are principally uh, putting on plays rather than musicals. Um, and like many small villages out in the sticks, we do struggle for younger members. Um, and when I say younger members, I'm talking about um, between 70 and 75. Not a joke. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> so we do struggle. Younger men are, uh, are are taken off the streets and held ransom until we have a next play coming along, and then they're released they're, on the they're condition tied that they'll the be cupboard. in the cupboard. Tied up yeah. in the cupboard. Absolutely, um, yes. So, so, David, talk to us about uh, what's your role within the company? So I'm, for my sins, uh, currently chairman of the Grassington Big Players. Big boss man. I mean, I, I you know, I, I, like many of us, I've, you know, grown up as being a, uh, a member of amateur operatic societies in various parts of the country. Um, uh, as a result of my mother being involved, so I kind of followed in her footsteps, did the usual thing. Uh, to be honest, I packed it in about 20 years ago because the job, just commuting, I wasn't around in the same place for long enough to attend auditions. And then um, in 2012, having a drink in the local pub, I was accosted <laughs> by a friend who said, hey, you used to do that drama thing, didn't you? Grassington players have just got the amateur premiere of Grassington players, the play, and they haven't filled the small part of the director in it. That is the, the guy that plays the director in the play rather than the director in the play. <laughs> Will you do it? No, I'm, I'm, I'm past that. And I eventually my arm was twisted and I joined the Grafton Players. Do you know Got what? It's the buzz always, again. 
and the rest is history. And it's always in the pub, isn't it? It's always in the pub. The Things pub, happen in the pub. That people do. people get pulled in into the pub. Well, I think it's usually when I when my normal resistance is weakened by a little alcohol. I think that's well, think that's yes, the problem. quite, yes. quite. Yeah. Now, um, David, how has the uh, how has the past sort of year and year and a bit, uh, eighteen months really? How has that uh, that affected you guys as a group? Well, I think like everybody else, we have been in something of a um, uh, the doldrums of amateur dramatics in the last 18 months. In, in some ways, you know, we are a little more fortunate than many societies in that we don't own our own theatre. Before before this this COVID, we we kind of kept ruining the fact that we, you know, we have to book room in our local village, in our local town hall, and uh, and all the problems that that goes with. But um, financially, of course, when you don't have all those assets that you're having to maintain and things stop, then it's somewhat easy just to kind of hibernate and survive. Sure. So yeah, we had a production which we'll talk about in a moment that uh, we'd started rehearsals for that had to stop. Um, and actually, because of the complexity and the size of this production, we continue to have monthly committee meetings that lasted a full three hours for <laughs> a full, what, eight, what, 18 months that we've been through. So in many ways, um, things didn't stop. They, they, they kept on turning over. Sure, sure. So you kept in touch, and you sort of uh, you kept kept everybody abreast of what's going on. We kept uh, having a monthly. We always have a monthly communication, which I think is is, is the most important thing. That, absolutely. You know, the problem with with the, the, the one of the difficulties, one of the challenges with particularly with with uh, dramatic societies that like ours only put on two or three performances a year, where the casts aren't large. We have a membership of around 50 and yet sometimes a cast of only four or five in a play and it's keeping all those other members engaged absolutely um, yes. it's not it's easier in an opera you can have nice big choruses and you they kind of if you remember you tend to be on the stage but it's not always the case with plays so that is a challenge and i think communication regular communication is the key sure thing well let's talk about where you're at now and uh, how you've got to how you've got to here through uh, through lockdown because you are uh, are not you're not that far away really you're you're about about 2 months aren't you away from presenting uh, calendar girls the musical now our listeners here are very familiar with Calendar Girls the Musical because we've played quite a few songs from the show uh, on Behind the Stage Door. And also, as I was mentioning off air, um, our, our, one of our local groups at Vision Arts, has we've just done our auditions for Calendar Girls the Musical. So we're very yeah. familiar with, with the piece. But talk to us about your connections with the piece and, and, and where you've got to right now. Right. Well, um, I guess the story starts in 1998 when the original Calendar Girls produced the original calendar. Um, they expected to, I think, make raise £5,000 £5, from it. They actually raised over 300000 before uh, the millennium was, was, was over. Um, and then, as, as, as listeners will know, uh, the whole thing just mushroomed then on to 2003 when the Disney film was produced and then on to um, uh, the play, which of course then went to amateurs and I think was the most performed amateur play in any short period of time ever. 
because um, everyone everyone produced it. I think the whole of the uh, amateur and now operatic societies clearly had people desperate to take the clothes off because it yeah. just went viral. <laughs> Not the right word to use these days. But <laughs> so, Calendar Girls actually happened in this village. Um, in fact, in the house that I've since bought, uh, I found out it used to be owned by one of the Calendar Girls. That's just coincidence. Wow! There you go. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it, it happened here, and indeed, um, one of the uh, one of the members, uh, the oldest Calendar Girl, Beryl, who was. 65 when the original calendar girl was produced is now 87 and he's still a member of the society oh, and um, uh, another of the calendar girls uh, if i like if i could call her the original angela uh, baker original calendar girl whose husband tragically d- died uh, that then started the whole story um she's also been a past member so it's kind of it's of this of this village and that is why in 2012 we were awarded the um, the premiere of the play and now the musical and indeed the musical was first tested in a very small local village hall in again a beautiful little village called Burnsall um, and we, we that was tested and I think about 2015 um, as the uh, as the writers were just testing out which songs might work uh, so you know it was their first market test of of how this going to play out um and so it's kind of come full circle in that um when i heard about this uh professional run ending and inquired about um the possibility of us performing it um uh, the license holders were direct, were delighted to give us the uh, the premiere they said how you know appropriate that it should start again in the next phase the amateur phase which is a significant one i mean um it's not the professional one but in terms of the number of people that will be performing it watching it and the consequent money that will be raised for leukemia research or blood cancer uk as it's now (laughs) called you know it's quite significant absolutely and uh, so so where are you guys at the minute with rehearsals and things are you is everything going well or yes i've got to say that haven't i <laughs> we're not at the we're not at the two weeks before we go on panic phase which we have all been there uh, everything's going well at first and suddenly crikey we're running out of time um so we we were originally going to perform this in may last year and we were in, well, as you remember, January, February. We, we just started February rehearsals when lockdown happened. We'd, we'd had about four or five rehearsals. So it all stopped then. Um, and then we moved it back to November last year. We moved it back again to May this year. And we moved it back again to September this year. And fingers crossed uh, it will happen in September. Um, so we have begun rehearsals again. We've, of course, had to start with the rule of six. So we, ha- you know, unlike uh, uh, directors will often prefer to, to run a, a, a show chronologically. You start with that one scene, one you kind of work through. But we were forced to do those small scenes first. Um, so it's been a bit uh, a wrong way around. But in the last two weeks, we've all been able to get together and to perform um, and to rehearse in, in groups of, um, well, yeah, the full cast of 20. And I would add on that, the other challenge we've had is that um, from the cast of February last year, it's a cast of 19 or 20, um, 
we've got we've had we've had to have nine cast changes oh wow because as the dates move back some cast members say oh, i can't do it not now. being available yeah we've changed the director and we've changed the musical director so it's almost gosh, an unrecognizable so it's been... <laughs> cast since the original so, one gosh it's, so it's been a it's been a bit of a bit of a, a change and a bit of a whirlwind but um, yes. but you are but you're you're in rehearsals now and it's it's all it's all going well and um do you have any cast members who did the play uh, premiere that are with you now as well? We do. In fact, we we almost had the original cast of the play in the musical. Oh, and wow. that's maybe quite unusual because um, we are, as I say, primarily a drama group, but it just so happens that our principal members, I can't include myself in that, but the other, certainly the calendar girls themselves, can all sing and have all got a good voice. So fortunately, we had we had a cast uh, in the play that largely um, were singers, as well uh, by coincidence. So it's there's a lot of familiarity with the cast of those that did the play. I have to say that um, you know, one of the wonderful things that in the end has come out of this delay um, is that we had uh, one of the original cast, our original uh, Chris, uh, playing the part of Chris. A week into rehearsals, she was diagnosed with throat cancer oh, no. and had to drop out much to everyone's, you know, uh, horror and despair. Um, uh, and it, she went, she came, she had to drop out, realizing that she then couldn't do it even when it moved back to September. But as it's moved back and back, and thankfully she's made a good recovery. In fact, she's made a great recovery because she's now one of the girls that had to drop out because she's a local teacher that's moved down south with a job. She created the vacancy, and the first girl that had to drop out through the throat cancer has now recovered, and he's back on the stage as, as one of the other girls, which is a which is a real kind of uh, a, a lovely story, and was only possible because of so many uh, so many delays with the performance. Delays, so there yes. is some good news in it all somewhere. Absolutely, absolutely. So, um, so David, your dates, you are on from Monday the 27th through to, of September through to the 2nd of October, but you do have a gala night performance on the 25th of September, is that right? That is exactly correct, yes. And, and I'm very pleased to say our gala night performances bar three tickets, which I think I saw when it was... I last looked on the ticket source about three or four days ago. Bar three tickets are sold out. Um, So that is really, that's really encouraging because clearly, like a lot of societies, one of the big questions was when we open up, will people come? You know, we had a debate of should we have one night that is, that is um, socially distanced as you used to have to do, you know, not so many weeks ago, would some people come uh, only if they were seated apart from other people. And, you know, you get in the question of, well, what's the mindset going to be like in September? Course, and, yeah. and it's amazing, isn't it, how it's all changed as we kind of move through. But there's still some of us who are a little nervous about coming back. But the really kind of encouraging thing from our point of view is that we've already got our audience of 264 that have that have already filled the first night, and indeed the other tickets are going well as well. Amazing, so that's good. Yeah. Well, David, where can uh, where can people find out some more information about uh, the Grassington plays, and of course, uh, find out uh, how to book tickets? Okay, so you can either just go to Ticket Source and type in Grassington Players Calendar Girls the Musical, 
Or you could go onto our website, which is grassingtonplayers.co.uk. So grassingtonplayers, all one word, .co.uk. And um, you'll see a link through there to, uh, to, for tickets each night. Fabulous stuff. Well, David, it's been an absolute pleasure to, talk, to chat to you. Thank you so much for coming on. Wishing you and uh, all of your cast an amazing uh, last couple of months rehearsals. And fingers crossed you will be on stage on your, da- on your correct dates this time. And uh, <laughs> please, uh, please do let us know how it goes. Um, might even try and get a cheeky trip up to Yorkshire to, uh, to come, and, come and have a watch. A trip to Yorkshire is never a cheeky trip. It's a, well, a welcoming trip <laughs> and you will... You will get a lot out of it. Um, so, as I say, it is the heart of the Yorkshire Dale. It's a lovely place to be. So do, I do encourage everyone to come, come and make a weekend of it and have a few days walking or whatever and then see the, see the performance in the evening. Because it is, it is a great musical. Uh, I really mean that. I've been involved in a lot of them, but it's uh, the, the power of the music and the wit of the script is just is, is, is tremendous. Absolutely. Well, David, on that note, we are going to have three back-to-back songs from Calendar Girls, the musical, from the original cast recording. Once again, wishing you all the very best and with your production, and hopefully we'll chat again soon. Thank you, Drew. Take care. All right, Sunflowers bye-bye. incoming! Chris, sunflowers incoming! Coming. Hey, Danny, school bus! Oh, finally. Excuse me, kiss please. You're never too old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monday, ten past eight. The 7.30 bus to school is late again stuck Behind a tractor somewhere up the hill. School bus! Angry school kids texting Don't appreciate the mist that's over in on the river But one day you hope they will Oi! Ten hours From Amsterdam to Yorkshire Full of flowers Morning Where a guy buys the same bouquet Morning His wife had on a wedding day See you, my darling Now have a great game And I'll see you in the clubs A wife who every Tuesday Hits the golf club Loses two balls in the lake As usual Lunches with the ladies Then heads by three parks near the chip shop where the girl who works an half day at the doctor's surgery every Tuesday buys her husband chicks for tea 7.45 St Wilfred's choir try again to handle the messiah with the two sisters across four letters says hi to the sisters buying flowers for the war memorial takes three hours to choose the ones they always choose sexy yes love no 
while the cross is sexy. All right, I'm with you. And every Sunday morning without fail, one pair walk each square foot of the day. So a husband can bend her ear. Naming every flower is a harebell. Latin name. Oh, for God's sake, Campanula. Tundi Foley. Oh, she's got it! John! 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 I didn't say stop. Yes. Which means that, oh, good God, it's five to eight. So running late again, a girl calls round her mate's house. Like she used to do way back when they were at school, even though she was cooler. She wasn't and shouldn't by rights have hung round with a swat. I was not. Yes, you were. I was not. Was so. Was not. Was so. Was not. Was so. After 40 odd years, it is strange to be standing here knowing. February, April, May, September and July Keep rolling everywhere, the maps are green It feels the days don't ever need to change The seasons come and go and yet the days don't Oh God, they started Jerusalem, we're late again Stop pushing me God, I can see Mary's face now, be like a slap
download the Pure West Radio mobile app from the App Store or Google Play. Clarky, are you getting that? Sorry, mate. That thing you went and started looks like it won't get done. So on the one hand, no city, but on the other, the world gets spared the sight of me behind a current bum. Cause God's eternal plan is There are Chrises and there's Annies In this life you're born possessing what it takes To get people going or get people cakes See, now's the kind of time to do Tibet I'd love to be the girl who does Tibet But I'm not And yet And yet Take a three-piece suit A man you loved once wore Take it in a bag to Oxfam Then walk out the door Take a pair of shoes That dance last New Year's Eve Hand them to a grateful stranger Turn around and leave Then go and buy a bacon joint To have for tea Convince yourself there's still some point in having tea Make it through the next five minutes Endlessly And you know what? There is nothing There is nothing in Nepal More scary than the step up From the kitchen to the hall There's no Mount Kilimanjaro You can show me the compares To climbing solo with some cocoa Up a flight of stairs Here go battle with piranhas In the jungles of Peru Or harder, cook a meal for one You used to cook for two You can walk the Calahari With getting wedding rings back In an envelope A day will come to say okay The sun has set But it isn't yet
the mind. That's what he said. New coastlines in the heart. Somewhere out there, could we set off? Could we start to find the rules you knew and break them? Yeah, well, there's usually a very good reason why rules exist. Find excuses, but don't make them. It's not about making excuses, Chris. There are standards. Whatever's telling you no common sense. Whatever's changing your mind. Dignity, morality. There's a courage you only. Spread your wings and trust the air. If you feel you've gone too high, keep climbing. If you dare, take it all one step too far. Then look round at where you are. There are views you only share. If you dare, well, good luck with that, Chris. Those wishing to remain fully clothed, I'll lead you down the hill. See this? Me too. Me three. Take the parachutes. I call them. I don't have to see this goodbye. Find the exit routes, Annie, and shut them. Well, you might want to hang round, but I'm going home. Whoever's talking you down. A fiver says she will. Whatever's pressing your brain. You're on. Don't. There's a road you will own. Three back-to-back songs from Calendar Girls, the musical. We had the opening to the show, Yorkshire, and then Kilimanjaro, performed by the incredible Joanna Riding, who, of course, is currently playing Nettie Fowler in Carousel at Regent's Park. And then finishing with Dare, where... uh, where 
the two ladies, Annie and Chris, are trying to persuade the rest of the uh, the rest of the ladies to do that naked calendar. And a huge thanks to David for joining us from the Grassington Players, and uh, very very best wishes with their production coming up later in September. And uh, our production here in Pembrokeshire uh, from Vision Arts is on the fourth to the sixth of November. That's the Thursday to the Saturday, with a matinee on the Saturday as well. All being performed at the Queen's Hall in Narbeth. Head on over to visionartswales.com where you can uh, you can get your tickets. They are currently on sale. So uh, head over there and uh, do come and support that uh, that show. And you know, we can't we can't wait to uh, to put that to put this musical on stage. As David said, it's such a, a beautiful, beautiful story and, of course, a true story as well. And talking about the Queen's Hall in Narbeth, Behind the Stage Door will eventually, yay, be doing its live performance. It's a musical theatre sing-along on the 25th of September and those tickets are now currently on sale with the Queen's Hall in Narbeth. So head over there. If you fancy coming to... Uh, that'll be the first time, you know, that... Pe- well, not the first time, but it'll be the first time that you lovely listeners will have heard me perform ah the pressure so i'll be performing on that night as well and i'll be telling you over the next couple of weeks some of my special guests one of which is one of our lovely presenters of pure west radio <laughs> i'm gonna keep you guessing anyway that's all we've got time for the wonderful bb scone is waiting in the wings to bring you the pembrokeshire music show i'll be back with you next sunday with lots more great music i'll be bringing you news of how matilda junior rehearsals are going and of course uh more more of our overture of the week keep those jazz hands shaking and i'll see you next week ta-ra Who is he with his marry me, with his ring and his marry me, the nerve, the gall? This is not, not what was meant to be. How could he ruin it all with those two words? I thought I knew him, thought that he knew me. When did it change? What did I miss? A kiss when I thought all along that we were meant to fight frontiers. How could I be so wrong? How I need my sisters here If I can't share my dreams What were they for? I thought I promised That we would never change And never part I thought together We'd amaze the world How can I live my dreams Or even start When everything has come all I'd ever want My attic all I'd ever need Now nothing feels the way it was before And I don't know how to proceed I only know I'm meant for something more I've got to know if I can be Astonishing There's a life That I am meant to lead A life like nothing I have known I can feel it 
Surrendering modesty and grace 